0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: God wants to bless you beyond your wildest expectations. Last week, Pastor Ray taught us about financial blessings and specifically about the vital role the tithe plays in the blessing of our finances. Here, encouraged by the powerful truth that it was never the mind of God that his children should lack anything, we know we have the right to live life to its fullest, even beyond finances, expecting prosperity in all things, spiritually, socially, and emotionally too. In this week's message, Beyond the Tithe, Pastor explores these other blessings, shares Abraham's powerful encounter with Melchizedek, and enlightens us of the truth that being poor and lacking has nothing whatsoever to do with being humble or righteous. Now, knowing that God may have someone else in mind when he blesses you, and after hearing Pastor's nine practical reasons why God wants to bless you, you may have to simply ask yourself, what possible reason can i have for not receiving my blessing
2: one of the main reasons why god wants to prosper christians because he promised it it's his will so you say well pastor how come so few people are entering into it well it's like i said before either you're refusing to let your soul grow because you're undoing every opportunity and every bit of prosperity in your life because you have a sour attitude you're bitter you're angry you're unforgiving and every time an opportunity comes up You lose it. You go to work with a bad attitude and you wonder why you don't ever get a promotion. You're talking about everybody in the company and you wonder why nobody respects you. Can I just tell the truth? That's why it says your soul has to prosper in order for your pocketbook to prosper. You've got to learn how to use wisdom. And operate in godly wisdom, you see. You're unforgiving, bitter. And, and that just opens up a mess in your life. You'll never, you know, you walk around with that look on your face. People don't want to talk to you and you wonder why nobody promotes you. Or here's one, here's one. You, you, you think, you know, you go, to, you go to work late, you leave early. You sneak around, you don't put 100% in. And then you're ticked off because nobody pays any attention, didn't give you a raise, you got overlooked for the promotion. Glory to God. <laughs> or maybe some, you know, you don't want to work. That doesn't work either. Money doesn't fall out of heaven. You got to earn, you got you to use the gifts and the talents and the abilities that God's given you to go do something. Because God's purpose, God's goal is that you may have life and enjoy it, enjoy that life and have it in abundance till the full till it overflows. In other words, not only the what means but I believe what that means, is not only that you're gonna, you know, have for yourself, but it's gonna overflow so that it touches others. That's the real true sense of prosperity. When now there's an overflow and it's falling on others. Others are being blessed. Others are being increased. You see? enjoying life to the full till it overflows till others are the benefactors of your labor and your work so so we looked at this one and we see that it's God's purpose to give you this is the new living translation It says the pur- uh, the thief's purpose is to steal kill and destroy my purpose Jesus said is to give them a rich and satisfying life see I live to teach people about this rich and satisfying life because I was a very dissatisfied person. I come to find out that God wanted me to prosper. That God was on my side. That God would give me favor. That God would bring me to the right places and bring the right people across my pathway. But all I had to do was cooperate with him, be a tither, be a giver, believe this stuff, quote, speak this stuff over my life, pray it, uh, stay in it, keep, keep my, my attitude right, and, and, and continue to grow spiritually on the inside. When I found that out, I started to pursue this, and my life changed. Now I'm a different person. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. That I'm enjoying life, and I have it in abundance to the full. And it's even overflowing and touching other people's lives. That's the way it's supposed to be. This is not self-centered. It's not just about me, about you. It's about others. Because when God, when God blesses you, let me, let me tell you something. Listen to me. Listen to me. Everybody listen. When God blesses you, are you, are you ready for this? He has somebody else in mind. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Some of you didn't get it. When God blesses you, he has somebody else in mind. In other words, that blessing isn't just for you. He empowers you. He blesses you. He increases you so that you in turn can be a blessing to somebody else. What did he say to Abraham? He said, I will bless you in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. When God speaks to Abraham, he says, I will bless you so that you can be a blessing. And, you know, the interesting thing about Abraham and the blessing, you know, what was the blessing that came upon Abraham? Well, you read about it in the Old Testament. Sheep, goats, oxen, uh, donkeys, uh, horses, land. God increased him with material. Material. That was the blessing that came upon Abraham. And there's a verse in the the Bible says that, that it tells us about the blessing that was given to Abraham in Galatians has now come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. The blessing that was given to Abraham has come upon the Gentiles and the blessing. Well, what was the blessing? It was an increase of material wealth and material goods. So in other words, the blessing that was on Abraham is now on all the believers in Jesus Christ to increase, to (laughs) prosper. and to abound that's the blessing sometimes we think in realms of blessing like our feet don't hit the ground no yes there's a spiritual component to it but the blessing that was given to Abraham found itself solely in material wealth and material increase look at Solomon when Solomon cried out to God for wisdom he said God said Solomon ask me anything you want I'll give you whatever you want But you see, Solomon's soul prospered first. That's why Solomon didn't respond with, gimme, gimme, my name is Jimmy. He responded by saying, Lord, I need wisdom so that I can act accordingly in in, in your affairs and act properly. And as a result, the Lord was so pleased that, you ready, his soul prospered. Because he was hungry for the wisdom of God more than he was for any earthly thing. That God said, because you asked me for that, not only will I give you the wisdom you asked for, but now I'm going to give you the wealth as well. And do you know that to this day, there has never been anybody who has been more wealthy than Solomon himself. It pays to serve and obey God. It pays to serve and obey God. So, God wants to prosper you purely, number one above all, because he promised it in in the word. It's in the Bible. He promised it to you. Let's look at this. Is everybody okay there? You good? We've got a few minutes. I'm going to take a little extra time here. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Look at this. We've got to change thinking. We've got to change people's thoughts. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I'm going to read this out of the New King James. And Paul writing here to the church of Corinth says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, meaning that he came from the riches of heaven. We described heaven before. Streets of gold, buildings encrusted with uh, precious stones, gate of one solid pearl, and ta-da, 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 ta-da. He says that though he was rich, for your sake, my sake, your sake, our sake... He became poor. Now, would you agree with me? Leaving the riches of heaven, even if you came to the richest place on earth, does not compare to the riches of heaven. That would be a step down. That would be stepping into poverty. Leaving heaven and coming, going anywhere else, whether it be this earth or anywhere else, is stepping out of the ultimate prosperity that you could ever imagine in your life. So he says that for your sakes, he became poor, that you, you... You, 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 you back there. Hey, you way in the corner. You. might, through his poverty, might become rich. Might become rich. You, say me. Through his poverty, you might become rich so it's very curious because i I like these words i like to look up words in the greek to get a better understanding of what the, the original language is talking about and this is what it means first when it says though he was rich though he was rich the word rich there comes from the greek word which means wealthy abounding in material resources so jesus came from heaven where he was abounding in material resources came into this earth and exchanged that and became poor because compared to heaven even the wealthiest place on this earth is poverty but now that through his poverty we might become rich so the word rich here in the greek is a similar word and it means this is what it means to be rich to have abundance ready to be richly supplied is affluent in resources so that he can give blessings of salvation to all. And in short, put it all together, means to be increased with goods. That's what the word... So when it says that though he was rich, for your sakes became poor, though he was in the abundance of material resources, for your sakes became poor, shed all that off... So that through his poverty you might be rich or you might be increased with goods in this earth as well. So, what is the Bible teaching us? Once again, that God intends to meet your needs. God intends to not only meet your needs, but to give you the desires of your heart. God intends to bless you exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask. Imagine, think, or even want sometimes. Because God has blessed me beyond my own wildest imagination in so many ways, in ways that I didn't even think to ask. Am I talking to anybody in this nice church this morning? That through his poverty, you might be enriched with abundance. And you see, it's one thing to believe God for your needs. But it's another thing to have faith for your wants. And your desires. As long as you put them in the hands of God, don't get frustrated about it and don't worry about it, eventually it's all gonna come to pass in your life. You know, there was a time when I was driving a Honda. BMWs looked really good, but I was way far away from a BMW. But I thank God every day for my Honda. I love my Honda, clean my Honda, polish my Honda, wash my Honda. Made sure it was taken really good care of it. Everywhere I went, I said, "This is my Honda. God gave me this Honda, and I thank God for a Honda." One day, a nicer car is coming my way. I was, you know, I was a bunch of years. I went from a Honda, went to a Jeep. I thank God for my Jeep. Everywhere I went, said, "This is my Jeep. This is my Jeep. This is is the Jeep. This is God. God gave me this Jeep. I thank God for the Jeep." Anybody with me? Yes. And some time went uh, went along and I, I stretched my faith a little bit and and you know, I didn't over overstra- I didn't get into foolishness. I don't ever get into, I don't buy stuff I can't afford just to look flashy. I don't do that. Did you all hear what I just said? Cuz we're going to talk about that. But I don't buy stuff just to look flashy like look rich. I don't want to look rich. I want to be rich. Yes. There's a difference between looking at people put on the right thing of, look at me, ha-ha, you know, put on the fake watch, you know. No, homie, don't play that. No, 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 no. I don't want to look it. I want to be it. I want to have it, not just acting it out in some kind of bizarre way. But then, you know, I got to the point of driving the Jeep and, you know, I said, OK, I'm, I'm there now. You know, I've saved. I've invested. I've done all these things. I know, God, you want me to enjoy life. Well, the Honda was great. The Jeep was great. But now it's time to step up a little bit and enjoy something a little bit better. See? And and I stepped into my first BMW and I've been driving those now for a bunch of years. Probably I've been probably on my eighth one now. But but you see, you see, God wants you to enjoy life. We're going to talk about the practical side because we need to talk about that. All right. Um, Wow. Where did all the time go? Are you bored yet? All right. Let me just give you the second reason why God wants to prosper you. And I'll just talk about it for a few minutes because that's as far as I got this morning and last (laughs) night. Number six. So number one, he promised it. Say he promised it. Number two. You ready? So that the gospel can be preached. How can you preach the gospel without money? God needs prosperity in the church. He needs you to do well. Why? Because he's dependent on you funding the efforts of the gospel in the earth. Oftentimes when we hear a need in church, we look at everybody else. Why? Because we don't have the money to put out. Because we're barely making our own, meeting our own needs and making our own bills. So we look around like that. But that should not be. You ought to be in a position when the need comes up, say, Lord, How much? Because you have excess and abundance in your checking account. And you're not just in red like I was so many years ago. I said that to the Lord. I said, Lord, because I used to, you know, I used to go to these meetings and I'd get frustrated because I just didn't have it. So I'd have to give a small little, which God honored and is awesome and is powerful. Any offering, you know, listen, when you have little, you give little. As you increase, you give more. So I said, Lord, if, if you just, blame. I remember the first time that I gave, uh, to me, was a, I gave $100 and that was like giving like almost half a week's pay away. Because that's all I was earning at the time. That was big for me. But God put upon my heart, I'll never forget, I, I was in, a, in, a, in a, an evangelistic meeting with R.W. Schambach and I was sitting up in the rafters in, in the Bronx somewhere. And I remember the Lord spoke to my heart, said, give him $100, give him $100. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> And the more I said no, the more the Holy Spirit was like, give him a hundred bucks, give him a hundred bucks. It's like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I was arguing with God for, it. I have to be honest, because it was more money than I have ever given away. This is way, way back. And it was, like I said, like almost a half, half a week's pay. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, I had to open up my checkbook to make sure I had a hundred dollars. And I did it. And it impacted me so much, I wrote it in the fly leaf of my Bible, one of my first Bibles, and I still have it written there. Because God said to me, you bless the man of God, and I wasn't even anywhere near ministry. I wasn't even thinking, I didn't know anything about ministry, minister, pastor, I didn't have any. God said to me, this is what the Lord said to me, he said, you give into this man's ministry, and there's coming a day when others will give into your ministry. Gives me goosebumps when I think about it because I've, I've, I've gone back and, and, and looked that over. And that has proved to be correct. You see. You see. So God promised. But, but number two is that the gospel needs to be preached. And when you, get, when, you get, when you get this revelation, because let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. I did a walk around the property um, the, other, the other day. Or I've done this a few times, actually, hoping that I'd find a different result, but I haven't yet. I walk around the property and I'm looking and I've yet to find a tree with money on it. <laughs> I was hoping that God would just plant a money tree somewhere on this holy property so that you know we could just pick all the money we need to do all the things that we want to get done and just, but that's not the way money comes. Money comes through the hands of God's people. So one of the reasons why God wants to prosper you is so the gospel can be preached so that money can come from you into the work so that we can go out and spread the gospel. It costs money to go on the radio. It costs money to go on TV. It costs money to to create publications. So you walked in today and you see the lights and all this light stuff going on. All I see are dollar bills. (laughs) Do you know how much energy this thing is sucking? That wheel in the back, that Con Edison wheel is going. (laughs) You're seeing a light show and I'm seeing the wheel flipping around like double time. And I'm wondering what's the bill gonna be like at the end of the month? I've yet to know Con Edison to call and say, hey, I love what you're doing, man. You're anointed. You give, a, you give a good word. Man, that's a good word. Man, you're helping lots of people. Let us just give you free electricity for the next. I've yet to see it. I've yet to see it. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you a funny story. I've just been really busy and very distracted because I've got a lot of personal things I'm working on and ministry things and all this stuff. And the other morning I got up And I flipped on my TV, and there was a big message in my TV says, your services have been suspended for lack of payment. (laughs) I said, you lying thing. I never pay a bill late. I have never done that in the last 35 years. I've always paid my bill on time. It's got to be a mistake. So I thought I'd go You know, I thought I'd go and check the Internet. Um, I forgot to tell this part this morning. I went to go check the Internet, but they cut out my Internet service. (laughs) So I couldn't even check to see if I had paid the bill. So anyway, I called the number, you know, and um, I got on the phone. And fortunately, I didn't have to talk to a human being and give my name. (laughs) But the automated message said that, you know, you are... Late for this amount of money, and do you want to pay? You know, pay the I said, Yes, so I don't have to talk to anybody and confess and say who I am. I just, I was so embarrassed because I went and I found the bill and I realized I had taken the bill and I put it in the pile of paid bills without paying. I have never done that. In the last 35 years, I've never done that. I am like meticulous. The minute I get a bill is the minute I run to the computer and pay that bill. I do not like bills. I don't want to owe anybody anything. I want to know how much money I have left for me to play with. So, I, isn't it amazing how important money is? I went, and got on the phone, automated gave him the credit card number, pushed a few buttons, hit, hit the send key, and within 15 seconds, my TV popped on again. Isn't it amazing what money can do? Well, my point is, is that if you don't have money, you don't get cable service. You don't have money, you don't get you don't get internet. If you don't have money, you don't get lights. You don't get money, you don't get big screens. You don't get lights, you don't get fancy light show. You don't you don't have a staff of people who run the minute. You can't do it without money. So why would it be in God's best interest to prosper you? Now here, I know I'm going way over time, but you need to hear this. Maybe one of the reasons why God hasn't prospered you is because God can't trust you. I don't know. It works for me. I've been a tither and a giver and a worker and a sower into the kingdom all these years. I've tried my best to be generous at every occasion. Anybody that knows me close, my family will tell you. My little nephews will tell you. My close friends will tell you. The one thing they say about me all the time, I'm not saying this about myself. I'm just telling you, they say, you're a very generous person. Well, I have to be because I promised God I would do it. And I'm grateful for what he's done in my life. Now, look, don't you come to me with your bills, because I don't give money. <laughs> when people ask me, I do what the Holy Spirit tells me to do. Oh, I've had people do it. Well, Pastor, you know, uh, you, know, I, you, know you talk about how you know, you're very generous. Well, I've had people come. Don't you dare? Because I got an answer for you. N-O, no. No. <laughs> I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I only sow and I only give as the Lord leads me. Not your guilt, not your persuasion, not your faith by hint. I give as the Holy Spirit leads me to give. It's prompted from my spirit. Is everybody with me? So maybe, maybe that's it. See, because God wants to know before He's going to release more into your life that you're going to get involved in kingdom business. And that you're going to You understand that God wants to prosper you because He wants the gospel preached. And He needs money in the kingdom because He doesn't throw it out of heaven. It comes through the hands
0: of Christians, of believers. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.